I'm more organized. I am more productive than I've ever been. I get more done in less time. And I have more joy in my life as a result of these morning rituals. Hey there, you are listening to the Love and Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson, and I am on this earth to help you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from miscarriage. It's definitely my calling. It wasn't all that long ago that I too suffered three miscarriages of my own and six years of infertility. And I really know how painful and lonely the journey can be. Over those six years, I developed some really solid tools for releasing the emotional pain of loss and for truly healing from the inside out. And I'm here to share them all with you so that you can feel like yourself again. So if you've had a miscarriage or experienced the loss that infertility brings, because there is a loss there too, you are in the right place. And I'm so grateful that you're taking the first step toward healing by joining me today. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back. This is episode number 48. This is my eight-part ritual for starting my day right. Last week, we talked about starting the year right And today I want to give you a behind the scenes look at how I start my day. Everyone has a morning routine, even if it's dragging yourself out of bed at the very last minute, rushing through a shower and running out the door with a coffee. That's a routine. That used to be my routine. And let me tell you, it did not serve me well. It started my day in a rush. And so the entire day, really, I felt behind the eight ball. I hadn't done any planning. I hadn't done any, you know, anything for me. I started my day rushing into the middle of what everyone else needed from me. My mornings look very different now. It's been a bit of an evolution. I haven't, it wasn't like I just woke up one morning and started to do this new routine. I started adding to it slowly. So first came the physical exercise, then came meditation, a whole bunch of other things I'm going to tell you about shortly. But what I do know is that my process now, my morning routine, it gets me into, it gets me started on the right foot. They get my physical and my mental health started on the right foot. My days feel so much easier now. I have more energy than I did in my twenties and I am going to be 50 this year. I can't believe I just said that. Um, I weigh less than I have since high school I'm more organized. I am more productive than I've ever been. I get more done in less time and I have more joy in my life as a result of these morning rituals. 
So how can I not want to share these with you? And these have also led to much healing for me. I really started, I mean, the one thing that I started back in 2012 was hiking with my new puppy and it changed my life. I'm going to tell you more about that in a minute, but it was a huge part of my healing. 2012 is when I had my first miscarriage and I started my, my fertility journey in that year. And a little did I know at the time I was going to go through another six years of it, but the emotional healing that came with that morning ritual of getting outside with, with my dog and getting into nature was huge. So these are not just morning rituals that are going to get you into better physical shape or better mental health. These are things that are going to help you heal. They're going to help you live a more joyful and a more fulfilling life as a childless woman. So this is why I want to share them with you. So let me tell you how I, how I start my day. So number one, it actually really starts the night before. So before I go to bed, I get my supplements counted out for me and my husband. He takes them too. I get my workout clothes ready. I have a glass of water on my bedside table and I go to bed early. Most nights I am sleeping by 10, which means I'm in bed by 9, 9.30. Sometimes I read. Sometimes my husband and I will listen to a book. But I'm in bed relaxing a good half an hour before we turn off the lights. So that's number one. It's it's starting out your ritual the night before and setting yourself up for a good morning. Number two, I just, so I mentioned, you know, you can guess some of the rituals that are coming just by what I've said in number one. So number two, I start my day with a glass of water. For most of us, we haven't had anything to drink for eight hours when we wake up in the morning. It might be six, you know, if you're a, um, don't sleep as many as eight hours, but by the way, I would encourage you to sleep eight hours. It is so, sleep is so important. And that is really a huge part of everything that I mentioned earlier. It's, it leads to weight loss. It leads to better productivity, um, a feeling of, of more ease in your day. It's, it's the key to everything, I think. But what I was going to say is that when you wake up in the morning and you haven't had anything to drink for eight hours, this is half the reason why you feel sluggish. It's because you're dehydrated. You've been fasting. So the first thing I do is drink the water that I've left on my bedside table. Sometimes half of it's gone because I've, I've, I've drinking it during the night, but the rest of it goes down really even before I get out of bed. Your muscles, your internal organs, your blood, your brain, they all need fresh water to rehydrate after a night of sleep. If the first thing you're putting into your body in the morning is a cup of coffee, the first thing you're doing is further dehydrating yourself. Coffee is a diuretic. It dehydrates you and it also starts a continuous roller coaster of blood sugar ups and downs. So if that's the first thing you put into your body at the beginning of your day, 
you're not starting out on the right foot. Your body is hardwired to be energized in the morning. It's the point of the day when your cortisol is at its highest. You've just completed hopefully eight hours of rest. Your body does not need caffeine in order to wake itself up. If you think it does, it's because you've trained it to do so. So I'm not telling you not to have your coffee at all. I love coffee. I drink decaf because I can't handle caffeine anymore, but but I love it. And so I'm not asking you to give it up. But what I would encourage you to try is to first put into your body a full glass of water, just fresh, plain, clear water. So that's number two. Number three on my list of rituals, I hydrate some more. I drink eight to 12 ounces of athletic greens. There's lots of different green powders out there and there are better quality ones and worse quality ones. But really I find when it comes to green powders, it's a matter of personal taste because there are lots out there that taste horrible. Even the best ones don't taste delicious in my mind. Um, but they make me feel so good that I will drink them. So I like doTERRA's. doTERRA has a green powder. That's, that's pretty good. It's excellent when it comes to what it's actually putting into your body. I also like athletic greens, as I said, and that's one that my husband started ordering recently. And both of them make me feel so energetic. They're, they're way better than caffeine in my mind. Um, I also like, there's a, a company called Pure Lee, um, Pure-L-E, Pure Lee Chlorophyll. And that is also a really great energizing drink. Chlorophyll is a blood builder and it's a detoxifier. And so that's a really nice green drink if you just can't get by the um, powders. The chlorophyll usually comes in um, plain and mint flavor. I get the mint flavor. It has a nice, subtle, very subtle taste. So that's number three. I hydrate with green a green powder drink or a chlorophyll, which is Pure Lee's version is a liquid. Then I head into my office where I have my meditation cushion and I spend 15 minutes in there. It's not a huge long time. I spend 15 minutes in a sort of daily devotion. So I meditate for about six to eight minutes. I have a few songs that are exactly that long six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes. And so I just sit quietly for six to eight minutes and I ask my intuition, what is going to best serve me? What is going to best serve my clients? I ask for guidance and then I listen. And then I also have several oral Oracle decks and I choose a card from one or two of them. I also just launched my own daily inspiration cards, which you may or may not have seen on Instagram. So I'll put the link to those in the show notes. You can find those on my website. 
I am so excited about those cards. I've been choosing one of those since I got the prototype a few weeks ago. And so that might be a really easy way for you to start that practice. They're really simple and really short. And I put the cards on my desk as a reminder of the message so that I can go back to it at any time later in the day. So that's number four, my daily meditation slash devotion time. Quick interruption here to talk about creating your best year. We are just over six weeks into 2024, and if you haven't seen any improvement towards getting to your best year ever, even without kids, then you need to download my free guide on how to create it. You will discover what might be standing in the way of your best life. I've got three mistakes in there that you might be making that are keeping you stuck in grief and how you can really tap into what you truly desire in your life. You can get that free guide by going to sherryjohnson.ca slash best year. I will link that up in the bottom of the show notes so you don't have to worry about the spelling, but it's sherryjohnson.ca slash best year. It's a free guide. It's going to help you to create your best 2024, a year full of purpose and meaning and joy. So go grab that now and let's get back to the episode now. Number five, I work out. After I meditate, actually I head back to the kitchen and I usually grab a handful of fruit and then I head down to the basement to do my workout. I love Beachbody. Some of you may know Beachbody. It's the where P90X started. Um, I used to do that one, but now I find it's way too long. So what I love about Beachbody is that I can do all my workouts from home. And all I have to do is put on a pair of shorts and a sports bra and head downstairs. I choose only the programs that have half hour workouts or less. As you know from my from earlier, I also get outside with the dog, so I don't have a huge amount of time, but I choose the really intense workouts, but they're really quick. So it's it's in and out, done and done, one and done. I don't know what that saying is. Anyway, they're, uh, they're really quick and really intense, and I get a great workout from them. So that's number five. I work out. Number six, I make a post-workout smoothie. My smoothies are high in both fruit and vegetables. I try to get a good serving of vegetables in the morning. This is where I get, especially in the wintertime when I'm eating more cooked foods, the my smoothie is where I get my raw foods right first thing in the morning. And to get a serving of fruit and vegetables, out of the way is awesome. So I'll usually add spinach, at least spinach to every smoothie. Um, Sometimes I add celery or cucumber, uh, watercress, cauliflower even. 
I'm trying to pick what else. Zucchini doesn't have a huge amount of flavor. That's a good one. So those are all things that I add. The, the fruit, the flavor of the fruit usually covers up the taste of the vegetables in my smoothie. And sometimes, or usually, I'll add a quarter of an avocado or some nut butter, some hemp seeds, so that I'm getting some fat and protein in there as well. Something with a little bit of substance to it. So that's number six is my post-workout smoothie. I have a Vitamix. I love it. It grinds everything to a pulp. There's no chunks. Um, so get yourself one of those if you plan on doing a morning smoothie. Number seven, I mentioned that in number one that I get my supplements out, counted out for me and my husband. I take doTERRA's lifelong vitality vitamin and mineral regime and it's amazing. If you are taking a multivitamin and you don't notice any difference, it is highly likely that that vitamin or supplement is not actually doing anything inside your body. When I started taking doTERRA's lifelong vitality regimen, it's a, it's a multivitamin and mineral. There's an omega-3 fatty acid in there, a fish oil, and then there's also an antioxidant. And when I started taking that program, following that program, I noticed all kinds of things. It, my sleep was better, my hair was shinier, my nails grow like crazy, my skin is glowing, I recover more quickly from my workouts, I have better energy throughout the day, I don't get as much of an afternoon slump. Um, those were all things that I noticed after starting to take this vitamin supplement regime. So there are lots and lots of supplements out there and there is no regulation on that industry. So it's not like pharmaceuticals where there's, um, where there are companies that are, well, I'd argue that even the pharmaceutical industry is, is not that well regulated, but, um, but there is not any company out there making sure that what it says is in the bottle is actually in the bottle. So you could very well be taking an inactive form of your supplement. There could be very little actual vitamins and minerals in there. Um, they could be poor quality vitamins and minerals taken from a source that's, that's poor quality. There could be a whole host of reasons why you're not feeling something. So really, go to a, a good health food store and, and purchase a good quality supplement. There is no way that we can get enough nutrients from our food these days. Our food sources have been so depleted of nutrients that it's impossible to get, even if you're eating the healthiest diet ever, it's impossible to get the nutrients that we were able to get from food 50, 75, 100 years ago. So I recommend a supplement for everyone. Um, I'll put the link to doTERRA's protocol in the show notes in case that's something you're interested in as well. And we're now up to number eight. So number seven was taking my supplements. Number eight, I head out the door for a hike in the forest with my fur baby. 
Parker is his name. Sometimes I'll do a more intense uphill hike or cross-country ski and, and then I skip my workout. Um, it saves me a little bit of time and it still gets the dog what he needs and it still gets me my workout. So I combine number five, which is the workout, and number eight sometimes, especially in the summer. Getting into nature every day, as I mentioned before, has completely changed my life. Being in nature is known to reduce cortisol, to reduce stress, it improves your sleep, it improves your emotional reactions. Nature is healing and moving your body is not only good for your physical health, but it's also healing for your emotions. When you move your body, your emotions move as well. So it's a great way to work through emotions if you need to. It's also my creative time. So I actually consider my my walks as work time. When I start my day in space without anything to do but, but walk and focus on the trail in front of me, space opens up for new ideas and for solutions to problems. So that hour that I spend outside is really creative time. It's work time in a way, and I love it. So I can start my, my day with a ton of ideas or with a problem solved. So that is my eight part ritual for starting my day right. Um, I'm going to recap really quickly. So number one was about getting ready the night before. Number two, drinking a big glass of water first thing in the morning and maybe trying to get off the coffee or at least delaying it. Number three, I hydrate some more. I have a a glass of green juice, green powder. Number four is my daily devotion time. That's my meditation and my Oracle deck pull that I do my workout Number six is my post-workout smoothie. Number seven, along with my smoothie, I take my supplements. And then number eight, I head out the door for that hike in the forest with Parker. So this might seem like a lot, and it does admittedly take me a good couple of hours. And then by the time I get back and have a shower and get to my desk, it's well into the morning. So you might not have time for all of this, or you might have time just for some of it, or, you know, maybe you just want to do a 10 minute workout. There are tons of free workouts on YouTube. Um, Beachbody just launched a new 20 minute a day workout. Maybe you just want to do a half an hour hike, or you want to combine your workout with a walk outside and, and just do that for 20 minutes. Do what you have time for. Take what you need and leave the rest behind. This is my routine. Yours might need to be in a different order, or you might add something that I don't have. Maybe you like to write in the morning, or you like to read, or listen to a podcast. Take what you need and leave what you don't. But I encourage you to at least be mindful about your morning ritual and decide in 2022 what you want your morning to look like and more importantly what you want it to feel like 
I love my morning ritual. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good for the rest of the day. As I said, I'm more productive. I'm more energetic. I love what my morning ritual does for me. So I encourage you to be purposeful about your morning routine and create a routine or ritual that makes you feel good. I'm going to leave it at that for today. I would love it if you headed over to my Instagram account and commented on what your morning ritual looks like, because I'm curious about what you might take from this and what you added in of your own. So do that. Tell me about it. And I will be back next week with another episode. I'm excited for it. So stay tuned. Bye for now. Before you head out, I would be forever grateful if you left me a review on iTunes, as that's going to help other women who are suffering from miscarriage or infertility to find this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode for you. In the meantime, make it a week of nurturing and healing for yourself. Bye for now.